BridgeBank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to those committed to leveraging innovation to make the world a better place. BridgeBank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. BridgeBank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, it was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Madi Bolaños in San Francisco. Thousands of protesters rallied in San Francisco this weekend to call for a ceasefire in Gaza. The rally was the biggest so far in the Bay Area since the war began on October 7th. It was held in conjunction with similar demonstrations across the U.S. KQED's Juan Carlos Lara has more. Protesters covered the entirety of Civic Center Plaza and the steps in front of San Francisco City Hall, chanting, Free Palestine and End the Occupation Now. Suzanne Ali is an organizer with the Palestinian Youth Movement's Bay Area chapter. She says she hopes this march, and others happening across the country, will draw attention to the thousands of Palestinians in Gaza being killed by Israel's military. What we're seeing today is a shock to the human conscience, and people need to focus on the real root issue of violence, which is Israeli settler colonial occupation. Kissa Hussein is one of the attendees. She says she feels a moral obligation to protest because her country, the United States, is spending tax dollars to support Israel. It's hard not to feel despair when you see all these marches and our representatives are still doing what they're doing. but. If there's enough pushback, if we boycott, divest, sanction, if we keep moving forward with these actions, I think we have to have hope that something will happen, despite how impossible it might seem. Organizers are planning more actions in the weeks ahead, including a protest at the Oakland Federal Building on Thursday. For The California Report, I'm Juan Carlos Lara. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of The California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. 
you can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Earth's hottest summer ever recorded is behind us. Now, California is headed into another potentially drenching winter, while some communities are still recovering from last year's winter storms. As climate change makes extreme weather more common, one group of Californians is living on the front lines, those experiencing homelessness. KQED housing reporter Vanessa Rancaño followed one woman's journey through a blistering summer living on the streets of Fresno. When I first meet Deanna Everhart, it's mid-June, and temperatures are already in the high 90s. This is the most best shade, I bet, in all of Fresno. (laughs) Huh, right here. Underneath the freeway, it feels like it's a few degrees cooler. Deanna's only been staying under this overpass for a few weeks, But she's been living on Fresno streets on and off for about 20 years. In that time, she's learned strategies for managing the heat. She keeps cups of ice on hand to cool down the Gatorades that always end up warm as bathwater. If she has to walk, she picks the shady side of the street. And she takes the perks where they come. This time of year, we will go to the grocery store and... um, buy TV dinners. We like Marie Callender TV dinners. And we'll set them out a day like this, and they will cook as if they were in a microwave. And about 30 minutes, they're ready. They're hot and ready. Heat is nothing new for Deanna. She grew up in Fresno. But these aren't her childhood summers. The heat waves are more frequent and extreme. 2021 saw a record 69 days over 100 degrees. Last year was almost as bad. As Deanna has gotten older, the extreme temperatures have gotten more difficult to deal with. It's just hard. I don't know. At my age, everything combined uh, is hard on me. Older bodies are more vulnerable to the elements, and living on the streets ages you. The body of a 50-year-old living outside is more like that of a 70- or 80-year-old living indoors. July in Fresno kicks off with a 108-degree day, the hottest of the year so far. Under the freeway, Deanna's friend Shannon is lying against the sloped overpass wall, trying to keep cool. It makes me feel more drowsy, like I'm standing next to an open oven or really close to a fireplace. Even under the overpass, it's sweltering. But Deanna and Shannon are facing the prospect of going into the hottest part of the summer without even this shelter. The city is moving ahead with a new law targeting unhoused people that restricts access to any place designated a sensitive area. Yeah, we can't be under here. Among the many places that could soon be off limits are overpasses, underpasses, and bridges that provide vital sources of shade. Deanna and Shannon are trying to figure out where to move before the ordinance goes into effect in a few days. We don't even know. That's why we're, we're very scared now. Yeah, this is going to cause people to die out here, literally die out here. Whether it's severe heat, fires, or floods, people experiencing homelessness are on the bleeding edge of the climate emergency. A long-term solution, of course, would be to stop burning as many fossil fuels and get people off the streets. California is building affordable housing and phasing out its use of fossil fuels, but that's not happening overnight. 
In the meantime, advocates and lawmakers are trying to keep people from dying on our sidewalks. Deanna's story captures so much of what unhoused people are experiencing as climate change makes the weather increasingly hostile. And her city's struggle to respond raises one of the most central questions staring us down as we adapt to a warming world. Whose health and whose comfort, whose lives will we prioritize? That's KQED housing reporter Vanessa Rancaño with an excerpt from our podcast, Sold Out, Rethinking Housing in America. The new season is all about how climate change is reshaping the places we call home. Look for it on your favorite podcast listening apps. Support for the California Report comes from Hint. Fruit-infused water with no sugar or diet sweeteners with more than 25 flavors, including watermelon and pineapple in stores or delivered from hintwater.com. Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and adult and children's health systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives, stanfordmedicine.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Ocean Institute, advancing the frontiers of ocean science, exploration, and discovery, on the web at schmidtocean.org. And that's the California Report for Monday, November 6th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.